0: primos y primas and welcome back to my primos podcast my name is freddie with me tonight is a returning primo welcoming mr josh loera to the show again say what's up josh
1: what's up man thanks for having me back
0: definitely man you made some room in the tight schedule i appreciate you but i'm glad to have you back on get caught up again it's been a minute so we definitely want to thank you for coming back man
1: hell yeah you know yeah it's been a long time coming man so it's been uh a whirlwind of uh, stuff, whether that's personal or the the damn world catching fire. But yeah, glad to be back.
0: No, 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 definitely, man. So, Primos, remember you guys can uh, follow along, listen to Josh's episode in uh, last season. We had him on as well, talking about how he d- decided to to change his whole life, follow a dream, move to Guatemala, and start his own comic book, and just become solely like invested in his art and letting this art. Kind of just moving forward. So check out that episode. Uh, but Primos, remember, you can check out everything we do on social media at My Primos Podcast. The show is weekly. It only costs you a like and a share completely free. Check out Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you stream your podcast. But Josh, so a little different show. Chikuma is supposed to be coming, and he told me that apparently the hotel he's at, his internet won't load. Oh, well. Uh. We'll, we'll see what happens. Second time we miss him. Um, I'm going to send him, I can, well, he says he's going to try to catch up to us. So, but regardless, mm-hmm. what's been up, man? It's been a minute, you know, so for someone that doesn't know or doesn't want to go back and look for the episode, give us a quick little, uh, who's Josh Loera?
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, Josh Loera, I am an artist. Um, you can find me at Time Machine Creative or Time timemachine.crtv on Instagram. But about almost exactly a year ago, I moved to Guatemala to take this art thing full time. And before that I was a, uh, in the, in the engineering, uh, field, I was a technical sales engineer. I sold bridges and now I draw
0: comics. Wow. Hold on. Let's slow down. It's funny when you tell people that like you want to buy a bridge, that's that yeah. old, like, you know, those stories you hear about someone like, oh, like a dummy, anybody can, you can't really buy a bridge, but you actually sold bridges. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's, that's yeah and that's a sim- simplified version of of what it was but yeah i literally um sold prefabricated modular bridge solutions so yeah
0: that's nuts man and you threw it all away and, and started working on your book what's the name of your book
1: oh yeah uh, of course i should have said that uh nawali modern aztec heroes and the series that's uh been coming out right now is uh this the, the kids series, the origin story.
0: Yeah. You have a uh, Kickstarter that you recently uh, completed. And so congratulations on the Kickstarter, man. That's awesome to get Thank funded you, and hundred percent. No, you got what, even beyond hundred percent funded, right?
1: Yeah. About 120%. And uh, yeah, I got, I got the full hundred in like five days, you know, wow! And I said, I set the I set the goal at a pretty uh, humble goal, you know, just a five hundred dollar goal. I just wanted to get it minimum and get people's hands. Um, um but people put up and we went up and beyond, you know, came out to you know six hundred dollar total, like Kickstarter. But, but uh, this is my first one. I think the next one, next one might do a little better, hopefully.
0: No, man, listen, every single win is going to move you forward. It's a stepping stone, right? Hey, man, don't knock it. I mean, that goal was small, but there are plenty of people that don't get it funded at all. So I say it's a stepping stone to something great. And down the line, you know, you can go for bigger, bigger projects and to scale, right? Whatever you can handle. You don't want to just take on so much.
1: That's true, man. That's true. And uh, yeah, no, it's pre- been pretty interesting. Le- it, you know, everything's a learning uh, experience, and I, you know, that was one of the biggest, um, you know, mindsets that I had going into it. Like, all right, I'm gonna do research before I start, and throughout the process, just kind of figure out how this whole thing works.
0: No, it's good, man. Good to hear. So we're on the show today. We're gonna have a little relaxed fun. Uh, Chikuma apparently has some story he wanted to tell about him. A spider went in his pants, and he had got naked on the side of the road. But who knows? We'll we'll get to that if he ever shows up. Okay. But Josh, so uh, you know, me and you, we chatted a little bit. You know, we chat on Discord and we chat offline here and there. But uh, you chatted and brought me some topics you wanted to talk about. And definitely, man. Go ahead, man. Like, uh, what's uh, what's one thing that you wanted to bring up that we can kind of kind of talk about and see what's up?
1: Yeah, man. I I I think it was actually from listening to one of your shows, um, talking about, you know, what what we should be talking, telling, teaching our kids, or Mm -hmm. as far as what to do in, in the future, like do you go with a super safe job or do you go with your, you know, passion? Um, and given that I've kind of done a little bit of both, yeah, you know, I thought I'd,
0: I thought I'd, um, you know, bring that up. No, no. I think it's a great topic because as parents, man, you fall into those like old school traps, right. Of like, yeah. Hey, get a job. Even if it's not the greatest job, get one that pays well and just do that forever. You know don't don't risk it um but plenty of times the people that are successful end up telling you the same thing like man the best thing i could have done is take that risk you know take that risk and we're so afraid but no, i mean you took a lot of risk and we definitely yeah man you're the you're a gotta chime in about it you know definitely yeah i mean i'm i'm from that school right yeah. i'm from that uh like my dad when i was younger told me hey man You can have this cool like idea, this cool hobby. You like video games, you like movies, you like this. That's cool. But hey, let's go outside. I'm gonna show you how to like pour concrete. I'm gonna show you how to do this. I'm gonna show you how to do that. So you'll always be able to work. You know, that was their thing. Always be able to work. And I mean, you've done it what like a year or so now. You said. So what have you seen has been the biggest, uh, I guess, obstacle?
1: Yeah, I mean, the biggest issue for me is. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing, first of all. <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is, I guess bringing it back, it's...
0: All right, well, I just got noticed uh, eh, is not going to join us. He's just, Apparently Laredo has no internet left for him. Uh, but uh, you were saying that uh, what was one of the biggest obstacles um, that you found or kind of what was the biggest struggle to kind of make that chance to do something just completely different?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things that I struggle with. It's like I said, it's a learning process and I didn't really know what I didn't know. And so like marketing is like a big thing. But then also like making time to to make new art at the same time as making time to learn new skills. Um, Not not only in like the art game, but in the business side. Because, like I I mentioned, the word marketing, there's a whole other, you know, aspect to that, like billing someone, you know, creating a quote for someone, um, you know, uh, figuring out what your pricing is, you know, figuring out all these different websites like Fiverr and Upwork, which I just started kind of getting, you know, on because I'm, uh, you know, I only budgeted for a year and I've stretched it out past that. Um, And, you know, I'm, I'm in the pretty all right spot, but I'm like, Yo, I gotta start making money soon. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and uh, but at the same time, I'm like, I I don't regret it, and it is interesting. My mind kind of go. It's very uh, scatterbrained sometimes. Okay, so a lot of people think in a very linear, like, um, two how you say it, like two sided.
0: Yeah. There's either either only two options, either goes good or goes bad.
1: Right. And I see it kind of like a gradient and I see it in like a web, you know? So, you know, we're not all, most people are not just one thing and we're told that we have to be one job for the rest of our, our lives, you know? But I think, I think I was a decent engineer and I think I was a decent salesperson and I think I, am a decent artist and I think I can be a pretty good businessman and I, you know, so life is too long to, to not try the things that, that you think that you, that you like or that you think you'd be good at and it's changing every day. So we can't always operate on the same, like the same old. No, I'm with you because operating system.
0: I'll give you an example. Um, my mother works for a pretty wealthy family. she, pretty much a nanny for them right and their kid is the same age as my son about 12 years old and she'll tell me things like hey why isn't jimmy doing this or has he ever thought about uh swimming lessons uh have you ever thought about a, a uh, an instrument you know doing something like that because the kid that she takes care of that kid comes home from school he has music lessons a tutor a swim coach a dj coach so he can dj what? you know and like no for reals, wow, uh french cool. a french teacher all this stuff they're pretty well off and so the mom has poured everything into this kid because this kid is going to be the one that's going to take her with her or take care of her you know like that's her whole like she's grooming him like a kingmaker. you know mm-hmm. and she's telling me like hey why hasn't he done that wasn't he that and i go a piece of me is like well, shit. Yeah, if I could afford it, he can do whatever he wants, right? Because there's a level of entry to all this cool stuff, right? Like, and maybe I've been—I don't want to say like uh, traumatized or scared of really branching out because I was never exposed to any of it in books, yeah. maybe comics, right? Like, oh shit, like the X Men are dope, you know? Or hey, say about the Bell—they have cool shit in Bayside, you know? Like, like. I never saw myself ever being in that realm. That only happens on TV. Your dreams mm. really only happen on TV. You know, yeah. it doesn't happen for me. And so now that I have a son, I, I see, I can see how that veil has been put over our faces, especially people of color that that's not for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so slowly, yeah, I've been doing stuff with him. It's like, Hey, he's doing jujitsu. Like that was never a thing. when We were kids go try some new martial art thing. And he loves it. Or if he's interested in this other, you know, online Roblox thing where he can stream. And dude, he was playing a, the stupid little plastic recorder thing that kids uh-huh. play with. Yeah. With four other friends over a Zoom chat watching the Steven Universe movie. Like they were playing <laughs> the music. Like, Yo. like, dude, like that's, that's fucking awesome, 2022, right? Like that's the, to, never you would have imagined that was a social thing that they're doing in the middle of the day. So maybe you're, I think that we we are programmed maybe because it's by design, by the man, you know, by the white man, that play the colonizer. You're here at this lower level. You can never do anything else. We're going to put you in a specific job. You'll be good at it. Right. Because you've been taught by your grandpa and your dad and you know how to lay concrete. Yeah. You're going to go lay concrete and you're going to be the best at it. But mm-hmm. maybe I don't want to just lay concrete. Maybe I want to design clothes you know i want to draw comics it's yeah. it's weird but you're right like we get that programming's in our heads
1: and guess what dude like i laid concrete i could pour concrete you know <laughs> <laughs> i sold bridges like we can oh, do yeah. that shit like it's not it's not a, a lesser you know state either oh so. no
0: no you can do it if you the ability to do that type of work is slowly going away if you think about it mm-hmm. you know more often yeah. than not it's more now people are more going towards those things like hey yeah. less physical physical jobs you know yeah and i think and i think
1: the but part of my point is too is that that kind of puts us ahead that gives us that gives us a little bit of a leg up you know, going hmm. at a young age and and taking wheelbarrows of of gravel with on a on yeah. a side job that your dad's doing, because mm-hmm. that's real. That's real work ethic. So when you're sitting at your desk and you think of that time <laughs> that you're just fucking taking those rocks, yeah. you're like, I think I could put another hour in here and it's going to be fine. <laughs> not to like not to like <laughs> not to like, you know, put aside mental health and shit. You have to take care of that shit, too. But at the same time, like, this is, and, and everything's more accessible before, like you were saying, the white man, the, the, the colonizer, actually, there were structures to keep us away from this information. But with with the internet, like, we could, there's a lot, so many things that we could learn, and we got to get crafty with this shit. We got to be underground, dude. We got to be punk with this shit, because cause this information is not just for them and and we gotta take all that shit in you know
0: no you're right i think that <clears throat> we talked about beforehand how you know the nft thing i know you designed an nft as well and like that that whole idea of understanding that the fact that the nft has now slowly kind of just become a phrase that everybody knows but yet yeah. the majority of people don't know what it is and how to really make it happen or how to really do it right, you know, so yeah. it hasn't it hasn't matured enough to become something. But we shouldn't be we shouldn't ignore it because the majority of these, of these millionaires are the ones that kind of are the ones leading that whole thing. Like, you know, it, it's almost like. It looks so scary because it's so different because we've never been exposed to anything so new before. We're, we're, we've are we been so like um, shell shocked. Yeah. of like oh, is this a trick is this for real mm. how many times haven't you been people hear stories of people get burned because they invested in something and lost everything and especially for people of color man like they for, not, for some people don't even trust banks they rather borrow money from each other um they rather just, just 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 hoard their money as much as possible and you hear all these things of people saying like oh Yeah, you know, you don't know how you put your money in the bank. You're wasting it away. You you should invest it. You should do this. You should do that. And it's like, it's because we've been kind of blinded by the people in power, you know, that I can tell my kid in sixth grade, we have the conversation about banks, interest, loans, because I've gone through it and I'm teaching him this. But we were never taught that till we were grown ass men trying to figure Mm -hmm. it out in the world. About what the hell? What do you mean? What's an APR? You know? Yeah. And all this information is just kept from us.
1: And that's the thing. Like people are, people are scared of that crypto shit because we never learned money in the first place. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like they didn't teach us money in the first place. So, so now that there's new, new version of money and that's like not knowing about money, like how money works in the bigger scale and on the smaller scale is the reason that historically we've been disenfranchised, you know, outside of, you know, actual racism and, you know, fucking bastards, (laughs) you know, add it to the
0: list, right? Yeah.
1: Right. So it's, it's like, but again, dude, with the internet, all that shit's out there. So I, I, I know I come from a place of privilege and I was, you know, making pretty decent money at, in, in engineering, but I took the time to, I read a book called investing for dummies. You know, it was like $5 at a, at a, um, half price books, you mm-hmm. know? And then, yeah. you, you know, I did a listen to a couple more audiobooks on investing and like, what the fuck is a, stock and what the hell is an etf and index fund what the hell is all that shit what what is a 401k and why should i do that and what does it mean that someone's matching me you know like all that shit it's very comp, very complicated but then once you look into it actually kind of simple they've been tricking mm-hmm. us you know they've been kind of telling us like oh no that's too complicated this other guy take care you of know, you No, because that's what i was bustle. thinking
0: right no boat no lie i was like you saying all these terms no I, I work in the in the finance industry so I, I'm familiar right but 20 year old me you tell me all this I'm like I'm, I'm already I already tuned you out when you said index I'm like ah oh. like I, I've yeah. tuned you out because uh-huh. in my head I'm like man that sounds like a laundry list of stuff that I don't want to learn about but the problem is no one has told you hey man, this is the way that you're going to learn how to live in the next 10, 20, 30 years, right? No one does that because our parents were never taught that our parents were taught, Hey, go buy it. Oh, you give credit. Cool. I'll pay it off in the next 10 years at 20% interest. And you're like, what you, you know, and like, we were never taught. And I tell my son that, and I'm like, Hey man. And I kind of make fun of him because he got a cell phone last year. And I'm like, he asked me a question and he's like, why are you? Because I mentioned something at dinner. I think I said, um, oh, man, you know what? Carrots are good for your eyes. They're really good for your eyes. And he goes, why? I said, you know what? I have no clue why. I've always been told <laughs> that carrots yeah. are good for your eyes, but I have no clue. And I said, you should look it up. He pulled out his phone. He goes, oh, because it has Iron. Iron is really good for your eyes and it has vitamin B and all this. And he broke it down. And he's like, that's why carrots are good for you. Also sweet potatoes are good for you and liver. And I'm like, huh? Okay, cool. I'm hoping that that example that like me bugging him, like, Hey, you should look it up. You should look it up. Yeah. Drive him to what he wants to do. Now he's right now a very artistic kid. He loves art. He wants to draw. He wants to do animation. Like he's, he's designing, designing assets for a game. Called oh, cool. Dreams, like he actually like will draw the character. I don't know how he does it. I haven't sat and watched him do it. Uh-huh. I've seen him draw the characters.
1: Okay. And I
0: kid you not, like a day or two later, they're on the fucking TV.
1: They're yo. on the TV
0: in a game. And I'm like, they're moving around and shit. And I'm like, yo, dude, like, how did you do this? He goes, Oh, and that's why I go back to you know, we've talked about it offline about building a really good community, right?
1: Yeah. Like
0: he tells me, oh, well, I draw it, I give it to this dude, and he, because this game is called Dreams. It's on the PlayStation, okay? If you know about video games, it's called Dreams, where people make dreams of games, whatever they want. Yeah. And so he says, oh, well, I met a guy on here, and you you open up your game to anybody to have access to it, to the assets, and so he goes in there, and they manipulate it, and they either teach him how to animate it, or they animate it for him, and then get credit for helping him make this game and it's all free it doesn't cost any money but he gets credit like they build a rep for Holy this stuff shit, that's dope so i'm like dude like you're 12 years old and you're using terminology that professionals are using you know you're building a video game you're understanding animations and physics and all this stuff and you're 12 it would I, i'm like fuck dude like i'm 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 hoping <laughs> that this kid will just do whatever he really wants to do. Like you said, he, he can he will. will. Yeah. He's doing it. He's already yeah. making a video game who at 10 years old, wasn't like, dude, I can make a great video game. The tools are there. Like you said, yeah. and then you saying it like that, you know, it does make me hopeful because he doesn't have that veil. Thankfully, like he's been able to do cool stuff and not happy told that he can't because oh, that's only in the movies. Like, no, Hey, you can do this. Come on, let's go. And the naivete of a kid, okay, he believed me. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's true.
1: Yeah, it, I mean it's true. Like it's it's interesting that you say the word naivete, um because it's so realistic, you know, that it's actually really logical, you know. <laughs> so yeah, <'cause>, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. And, it, and like, yeah, I've been kind of like checking the the language that i use because you know sometimes i'll be like yeah i got this little comic you know what i'm saying but it's mm. not it's not little dude like don't make you know, don't make yourself little when the world is already trying to make you little for you you know you got to big yourself up whenever and any chance you can so that's why when you you know your son will make it he's gonna do great shit you know and oh, thank uh, you man
0: no you're right i gotta keep that yeah. mentality that energy because we talked about it, where we have a leg up because we have that. And so we always—I don't know—it kind of jumps around, but I always we always see people on the road working, right? Construction jobs, and they're Latinos for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. And we always hear people bitching and complaining, oh, fuck, they're stealing the jobs. You're not. You know, it's the same bullshit that, that they say, right? But then, like, because why do you hire them? Because it's they're good at what they do. The work ethic is mm-hmm. there. So, like you said, maybe the work ethic from that can be shifted from a physical. And don't get me wrong. Physical is still there. Hey, you can, you can still do that job. Some people, like Walter loves yeah. working with his hands. Hell yeah. Hands down. He loves it. He fucking loves it. He loves to build shit. He just loves it. He wants to build bridges. Maybe you can sell it one day. But, like, <laughs> point is, that's him. He can appreciate art and everything else because his brother, Eddie, he's an animator. He draws, and that's what he likes to do, amongst other things. But um, the the work ethic is bred into us, right? At a, yeah. at a, I think at this point, it's almost like we can flip it on its head, right? So, like, when the colonizer came and put us into a certain work ethic doing our thing, we, we weren't just bowing our heads. We were fighting them off, right? So we take mm-hmm. what we were given, and then we can flip it and use it against that power, You know, so I think that's maybe a way to look at it. Like, let's turn it instead of being really good at electricians or building great electricians and great, you know, plumbers. Let's make great politicians. Let's make great artists. Let's make great, you know, computer programmers, whatever, you know, like we can use that same work.
1: Yeah. All of it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, you know, historically, when you look at like, um Kind of like disenfranchised people, and what what you know what you refer what what we're talking about is working class, yeah. And some a lot of times, essentially, slave wage,
0: you know, jobs.
1: Dude, right? look at
0: gas right now. Well, hold on, what's gas like in Guatemala right now?
1: Shit, I don't even know. <laughs> we we just got a car, and we we've only filled up a couple of times, so I couldn't even tell you.
0: Dude, so right now I'm in Texas. You know Texas, right? So you grew up in Texas. You you kind of feel but I just pumped five dollars a gallon right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gas was like two something last week. You know, yeah, the war's going left, on. It
1: like one, yeah, it was like one ninety something. Yeah. So yeah,
0: everything's fucking expensive and but yet my pay rate hasn't changed. Groceries are going up, you know, and, and you expect me to build a bridge, but I can't pay, I can't get, I can't put gas in the car to get to work.
1: To get the damn work. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It's, it's fucking crazy. And, and, you know, resistance comes in many forms. Right. And it, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, what are, you know, where these borders and these countries were, are, are like cryptocurrency, right? They, they don't, exists you know i'm saying they only are the lines in the sand yeah they only exist because we believe that they're there and there's someone uh with a gun pointing at you at the you know at the border right so so we you know but they recruit us for the armies and when i say us yes i'm saying people of color but also i'm saying The impoverished in general, you know, a a lot of people that go to the army are just poor, you know, they just need some, they they need a way out and they see that as that. And of course, we've been programmed to say that we're fighting for freedom, right? But the Russian people are the same. You know, the people in the Russian army have been brainwashed the same way. And it's probably just poor Russians out there. And I'm not going to make them, I'm not going to make them into good guys or anything. I'm just saying, They're doing what they're told. And if America decided to get involved, our soldiers would do what they're told when we don't have a we don't have a damn horse in the race. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. I mean,
0: (laughs) I always have a I almost went to the army. Right. Like I had a recruiter like show up and talk to my mom and everything. And like I took the test. Like I did all this shit, dude. And it was so like funny because they ask you what kind of job you want in the army. You know, they ask you, what do you want to do from the army? And I'm like, uh, I like cars, so maybe i can mechanic. And I like writing. Is there anything for writing? And they're like, uh, yeah, we don't have any writing jobs in the army. <laughs> <laughs> like, We can get you, we can make you a mechanic if you want. And I was like, yeah. uh, okay, I guess. Like, my brain was just didn't know what the army was, but I knew, well, because um, maybe it falls into, sh- into the shitty, like, school system not to say shitty because I do like the school system that I my high school that I went to I really do I really appreciate that high school a lot of good teachers out of there nice. but my brain that I guess was trained to like my mom I love her a lover to death but she said just graduate high school just graduate high school like they never they, I guess they at a certain point that I look we don't have the money to send you to college you don't seem that interested in school so just just get out of fucking high school and then figure it out get a vocation, Mm -hmm. go do what you do, you know, kind of going back to what you said, you know, when, when I, when I walked out of there, I was like, man, fuck. I'm like, what am I going to do now? There's no plan. There's no money management conversation. There's no conversations about where you can go. It's pretty much, Hey man, I can go learn some plumbing from my dad. I can learn how to uh, do learn electricity from my deal, or I can go to the army. Oh, my buddies are going to the Army, and that guy's going to the Army, and that guy's going to the Navy. Like, that just seemed like the only thing. But my other friends that were white or or like just more privileged, they were, oh, hey, well, I'm set up. I'm going to go to that school. I'm going to go to that college. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. Oh, yeah, my dad already took me to go look at colleges. Never, ever came up. It's not my parents' fault. Mm-hmm. They were worried about surviving. They didn't have the ability to go, hey, let's get a college plan together. Let's talk about options for you. That wasn't an option for me. So I I see what you're saying, that we get to the point where, like, we just become so, like, dependent on being told what to do that we end up not thinking for ourselves. And then we end up, like, my friend, he did, like, eight years in the Army, dude. And when he came back, he went back to school. To go do machining or something, and you kind of follow a passion, you know. But we've been, like you said, trained not just to do what we're told. Like you know, every country is being told do these things. It's a trip.
1: Yeah, dude, and you know, and I'm not knocking anyone that that chose the armed forces because you know, I you know my younger brother actually he went to the air force. He Mm -hmm. he kind of got it. education while there about you know uh, being an electrician and now he's yeah he's making good money as an electrician um but i guess my point was like and it's it's you know we're comic book guys so we like yeah trying to create fantasies but if every single person in the army either holding a gun or hold or, or finger on their button decide decided actually I'm not going to fight for you because you're not fighting for me when I get back, then, then the power's back in our hands. With the the people.
0: I mean, then you, you have the conversation about what, um, we start dipping our toe into talk about what, Oh, you know what? The belief in anarchy, right? Like, you know what? Just Mm -hmm. no government, no control. Like, you know, I think I went through a phase when I fucked that no rules, what is, what it is. Right. But yeah, if we refuse to do these things, but then what ends up happening? We're weak of the flesh, dude. We start panicking about the fake money we didn't know nothing about. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have no government. So how do I go to the doctor if I have no government to pay me or give me this fake money? Which yes. I always think to myself, man, like crypto and all this stuff, right? There's probably a level of wealth that doesn't even deal in money or crypto that we don't even know about. This is mm. just the shit that they let us know about. You know? Yeah. Like that was where my where my brain goes. Like, there's a whole nother type of currency that's being used amongst these like galactic wealth that's so well guarded that we just have no clue how shit gets done. You know?
1: Yeah, dude. I mean there, yeah. There's probably is something like that I mean um they're 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 dealing in land dude they're dealing with weapons they're dealing in uh debt they're dealing in but yeah they probably maybe there's something that I don't know about and it's like and yeah I mean what I was saying about the the army thing is that sure we, the the whole point of the army is to keep them in check. So like not get rid of the government, but check them. Right. That's the whole point of like, uh, the second amendment, right. We're supposed to be able to bear arms in the case that our government becomes tyrannical. Gets out not of hand. Because, right. Not because there's deer out there. And we wanted to shoot them. Not because like a crackhead could break in our house those that's not what the second amendment was for the second amendment was for yo that guy with a gun says he's part of the government and he's coming into my house for no reason that's what it's for but um so but i guess yeah bringing it back to like what these people are tra- like the shift is happening dude like this nft this this crypto world
0: it well what's, you're you're dealing. You're trying to. Talk, you said yourself. You kind of digging. You're kind of dipping your toe in that in that realm. Are you like all in for crypto? Like okay, cool. Like I gotta I gotta get in this. Um, I'm like, I'm
1: not like all in. Like all my money's in it. I do have a a, a little bit invested in it. Sure, but but the way that I think of it is is back to the to the money thing. Right. Okay. If I don't know how it works, and I don't have a stake in it. When it takes off without me, I'm gonna be in the same position I am now. You know what I'm saying, or I was in, right? I, yeah. When I was born into, you know, poverty, right? Um.
0: What because- about the theories that I've been seeing where it's inflated per- on purpose? That there are people that are basically inflating crypto, inflating NFTs on purpose. To basically say, okay, remember, we talked about it. There are, there are plenty of people that have expendable, quote unquote, income, right? Oh, yeah. And they're like, fuck it. Like, let's m- this hype this up to where it's out of control and we'll wreak all, rip all the benefits of it. And at the end, boom. But that's also the pessimistic side, right? Like, you know. It's. But- not,
1: it's- it's realistic though, but here's the yeah. And that's,
0: and that's why I guess this is weird. Cause the same thing can be done with say. currency for a country. We've seen yeah. it when, when countries collapse their, their dollar collapses or it gets overinflated. Like it doesn't mean anything anymore. You know, it's like, it's just, it, you know, like look at a lot of Salvador lost its dollar in Cologne. It's just now yeah. it's dealing in dollars, you know, because it the moneda don't mean shit. Now they're doing Bitcoin in Salvador and they're trying that game. And so, right. you know, it, it's just it's just really yeah. weird, man. I mean, what are your thoughts on that whole idea that it's just kind of another another way to get people like us cuz they okay, like they fed us, out, "Hey, here's an NFT, here's here's crypto, here's some stuff. Check it out. It's new. It's where it's going." And the theory is that it's just a way to take as much as you can and then eventually the bottom's going to fall out. And it's just like, "Hey, manipulation."
1: it's it's like yeah so the, the the interesting thing about that is that our money system gets manipulated right if so our money is is based on the markets the economy based on the armies that we have across the world and who True. we can force to use our dollar right because yeah. there's a lot of countries that didn't want to use our dollar and we pointed our guns at them, or we dropped the bomb on them, and they had to change their mind about using the fucking dollar. Yeah. Right. So, so that's where the value of our dollar comes from a mindset, right? Whether that's what they taught us in school, or whether we said, you better fucking believe in our dollar, or we're going to pop a cap. Uh, or yeah. So, so it's just a belief system, right? And same in stocks, right? So if you believe the stock is going to go up, sure, you want to root it in the performance of the company, right? So if you know about the stock's performance, do they have enough cash? Uh, is their price to like earnings ratio good enough? It, uh, like what's their, what's their competition look like? How's their CEO looks like? If all that's good and the price is good The more people that buy into it, the better it goes, the better the company performs, the better it goes. But if someone convinces you that that company is great, a lot of people buy into it, the stock goes up, but they don't have all that, that foundation, then it's trash. So the same thing will probably happen to crypto. And some of these are not going to have a good foundation, whether that's NFT or whether that's the actual currency and the shit's going to Go Just like a bad company, a bad coin or a bad uh, token is yeah. not going to survive. But as long as we believe in it, it the, the thing about this blockchain is like it takes belief and codes it, right? So what uh-huh. is, so what, how many people believe in this thing right now and it's written in code? And then if tomorrow it's less, the code tells you it's less and it goes down. And, but it's all just code it's like taking it's a religion why you know why why did why did the the catholic church do the same thing as our army is doing now about you know or our yeah
0: yeah that's a great way to put it that's a great way to put it Where the 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 catholic church went after taking over countries the inquisition's Uh, you know the the torture, everything they did to believe in this God, right? And then now the armies come along, going believe in this dollar, believe in the Mm -hmm. American dream, you know, because the American dream is like a like it's an NFT. If you think about it, it's 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 such a hype. It's such a a bloated fucking thing that doesn't does it really exist for a few people. Not for right. everyone, and that makes it exclusive. And exactly. the point of entry is super high, yeah, to get into these American dreams is privileged. and yeah. it's it's shitty, but even us as people, man, we start getting to the point where we count our blessings and we consider that a privilege. like, oh, well, you know what? I have the internet. i'm in I'm indoors. I don't have to fight for bread. Hopefully not yet, but, you know, I'm getting at like, we count our blessings and go, hey, you know what? I'm privileged to have this because I know the guy down the street maybe doesn't have that. And it's yeah. shitty to think that way because we've been taught that way for all our lives because we haven't. We've been without for yeah. so long that our people are so grateful. So then when we look at things like, like the fucking crypto game, like yeah. you said, it's like by design. It's like, yeah, it's so scary and new. I'm not even going to touch it, but you're right to not ignore it. The same thing can happen to your dollar tomorrow. That could happen to Bitcoin or Ethereum or NFT, whatever. Or
1: gold. And that's the thing. Like it's it. What, you know, why is gold valuable? You know, indigenous people didn't think gold was super special. They, they liked Jade better or cacao beans were more valuable than gold. So, Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah and if i would have bought 100 bitcoin when it was one cent i'd be a billionaire right now right yeah yeah and and right and so that's the kind of like when if i would have gotten early er it would have been better but there's a lot of room for bitcoin to grow and I don't want to not have Bitcoin when they're when they mine all the Bitcoin because because that's another thing. Like mining gold is like just someone yeah. picking picking out gold out of the earth, yeah. right? But if gold isn't like we just talked about, what is gold? It's just a rock, right? Yeah. If gold Shiny is just rock. a rock, yeah. It's just, if gold is just a rock, it's just a guy finding a rock doing work, right? So now, so now mining is like this this computer doing work finding quote-unquote crypto but um but there's a point where the all of the all of um bitcoin will be mined and then there won't be and then each each bitcoin will be split up into a bunch of little things called satoshis but which brings me to a different point because now in nowadays it's kind of back to the we're we're getting to a point where a lot of Rich white dudes own this, so the more that we buy into it, the richer they get, and so on and so forth.
0: And it goes back to what I was saying, you know, like that's the theory that this is being almost "quote unquote" like, hey, let's throw them a fucking bone, so mm -hmm. we can inflate this, so we can get bigger, and that's how stocks work, like you said. And we can go, we can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, right, to how all this stuff gets manipulated. But I mean, it's interesting that you said like we need to think a bit of, we can't be afraid of crypto. Like it's here right now. It it, it can be can here for longer own. and we can make our own. Like you said, yeah, that's true. Like we can, you can, what is it? You can make your own, your own, your own coin. You can name it, whatever the technology exists, like you said, blockchain and slowly sit on it and eventually become its own thing and blow up again. It, it It's like anything, man. Like the NFT game, you know, it's like a whole big deal, but I he- I hear like that's slowly kind of like not getting the same attention anymore, but we can't ignore it either because somebody's gonna break that and then boom, something's gonna happen because you wish you would have had some, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you know, yeah, so it kind of goes back to the knowledge thing, like it it does take knowledge of coding and all that shit to, to create your own like cryptocurrency. And then it takes the gospel of it and the story and and, like spreading it because the Bitcoin Mm -hmm. story, the Bitcoin gospel has been going on for a while and it took a long time. The same thing with like Ethereum and whatever, even like a comic book, right? Like my comic book is not worth shit right now. It's worth the $6 you pay for me for it right now. But if I blow up later, it'll be worth whatever, right? Whatever you know, someone's willing like, to pay for it, right? Whatever it's someone's like, with, exactly.
0: Yeah, and they, like you said, if you hype it up enough, you know, if you become big enough and you blow up enough and there's only 100 copies of it and there's the collector market like me and there's like other mm-hmm. nerds like me that want to collect the Godzilla Magic the Gathering card that I'm looking for, like I'll pay the fucking 40, 50, 60 bucks for it because I want it and I have the expendable income, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah that's how all these things go it's you're right it's like you can make anything an income and hype it and blow it up and is does it come down to just believing in what you do believing in what you're selling isn't that kind of when you're when you're a salesman you know that like you have to believe what you're what you're telling even if it's a lie you got to believe it yourself to an extent you know and and sell it hard and I was never good at lying. If we had a bad product, bro, <laughs> that's so funny.
1: You're like, oh, you know what? We
0: don't want to buy that one. I'm not gonna say yeah. they collapse, but they don't stay up. I'm just, gonna yeah. say, you know. <laughs> Anyways, let's move forward. But no, um, never,
1: it's not that any of my bridges would collapse. It's just that some <laughs> of them. It's like, yo, you could build your own bridge cheaper. Don't worry about it, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, yo man, I think that it's interesting we can have these conversations cause they're not had enough, right? Like we've always been like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't want to put effort into it. I think I'm okay. But the reality is you have to put yourself out there, right? With anything you're doing, you know, be a creative, be it financially. It's, it's scary. Like even my mom tells me, she say, let's have a Bitcoin conversation. I'm curious. And I go, oh, okay, cool. Like, what what, can i just what's the minimum level of entry like what's the smallest amount i can get in with and start going from like it never hurts like you said it never hurts to have something in there because you never know 10 years from now this shit will be, be worth something or nothing but right
1: yeah and that's another good point like only invest like what you aren't afraid of losing right and that's in general like if you're getting a risky stock or if you're you're investing in bitcoin i started with like 50 dollars or some shit you know
0: yeah i feel you like i did a little bit too here and there you know and uh it it just you can't not you can't ignore it you just can't like even Mm -hmm. people now i hear people my family and friends i gotta buy gold i gotta buy gold i just gotta have gold around the house he's gotta have gold somewhere and it's like okay cool and but for now gold has a value for whatever reason it has it, so hey, everybody has to look out for themselves, and hopefully, we can learn from it. now. you know. But um, let, yeah, let's just, let's um let's move forward to a little uh, a topic a little more relaxed. Let's I feel it. like we've been kind of kind of kind of throwing <laughs> the crypto and NFT talk for much. But you no, know, hey, go get educated. Yeah. It's on the internet. Go read it. Yeah, go yeah. look for it. Do for you, right? Um, I have a question for you. So. You're 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 a fan of comics. You create your own comic book. Um, I have always ran into situation where there's always so much to read, so much to watch, so much to listen to. There's so much content, right? And yeah. even with streaming services, I mean, comic apps or lack thereof because of all the comicsology shit, um, you know. But what do you? What are your feelings on? On ratings, like, I don't say like X-rated, or M-rated, R-rated. I'm talking like reviews. You know how people give Rotten Tomato scores or they'll give IGN gives you a video game score. Like there's scores for comic books and there's even reviews of books, right? Mm. Um, you as an artist and a creator, like we all know opinions are just that. Opinions are subjective. They're not rock solid. It's not a science, right? Um. Do you think there can legitimately be, or let me, let me slow down. Like, do you think that a comic book rankings should exist or, and, and how?
1: Um. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's all subjective, right? So it's like, all right, who's doing the ranking? And that's kind of what i've and it's it's interesting that you brought it up because i didn't actually read a lot of com- i didn't read comics growing up i had like one mm-hmm. or two because we didn't have a comic store nearby and they were kind of expensive like to to us when we were at that age and yeah and i you know most of my comic book like media was taken in through like tv shows or movies and but now that it, when I started trying to like learn to draw comics, I wanted to like delve into looking at the art, look, figuring out the stories, but there's so much, like you said, like, what the fuck, where do I start? So I have kind of leaned on some, uh, recommendations, um, from like podcasts. Like I listened to like, a uh, like a comic book nation podcast. And like, I just started this other comic book podcast and, or like I'll look up on YouTube, like oh, there's a new movie. Like what books are there to read? So to me, that's where it's useful. Where I I dial back is all right. Who's saying it? Is it mostly white dudes? Because I mm, gotta find okay. a person of color to recommend some books with people of color, and, with it, and and I don't want all my money to be going to to. Um, To the big three, right? You know, let's support some of these smaller artists. So, like Frankie, um, fam, Frankie the Fanboy Fighter. I don't know if you've seen her, yeah, she's she does great like reviews. And I'll and I've taken like, yeah, I've taken her recommendations.
0: So, the reason I bring it up is that you know, I'll read tons of stuff, I'll read different, I I love indie comics. Like, I will go to cons and pick up a, a dude like one-of-a-kind book. I have stuff that I haven't seen heard from them or ever again, but I enjoy them, right? Especially, like, gritty stuff, horror stuff. I like that kind of stuff. But I can enjoy it and I can recommend it to somebody. And I go, hey, man, you know what? If you dig this, you'll like that. But I think that there is room for some type of, hmm, like, I want to say a grade. I think everything's subjective, but there could be some kind of grade where we can – Eventually, especially Latino creators, right? Like, we, I talked to a lot of Latino creators. Like, I would love to make or get involved with or start uh, a type of like, I don't know, a hub where you can go and you can look at recommendations. Uh, okay, hey, this book has great Latino representation, LGBTQ representation from the appropriate parties. Like, maybe some kind of committee comes together, and like you said, who's the guy recommending it, right? And I think that that does matter when it comes to this, but more often than not, all that, and it's it's a shitty, the bigger the likes and the following these accounts have or these websites have tend to get the eyes and the reviews and the ranks, right? Like, Mm. even though, like you said, you don't want all your money to go to the big three, but if the big three support these sites and get all the views and hey, so-and-so, CBR gave me, gave us a 5 out of 5, you know? Like okay, cool. Like CBR or IGN gave us a 9 out of 10. Like but is it it's lost in the shuffle. Like I would love to find some type of ranking that we as a community can come together and agree. Like you know what? If I want latino stories, I want Latinx stories, I want female led stories and I want to know if it's legit. Do you think it has to come from within that community? Does it have to be born does it exist i don't even think it exists
1: i don't if it exists i don't know about it and i think that'd be a really good idea like you can like you can like create different like categories like latino representation you know it's on you know five out of five four out of five and then like afro-latino and or like women at, at you know black and then you know, go from there because that's demons. what yeah,
0: yeah. to kind of give everybody a listen. That's what we're trying to develop. You know, me and Chikume are trying to develop some kind of rubric for say, right? But then we fall into this trap of like, do we need to critique these books? But is it a critique if we're going off of well, our scale? Is, is it is it building the trust of the community that you're not gonna just trash a book, but you're more like just giving an objective an objective critique of the representation or the breakdown like do you think that we can have that or is it just going to be taken at face value like hey man it's a four out of five and i'm going to move on you know
1: yeah and it's like that's interesting that's very interesting because then you could be you could give it a three and three point eight and then the the creator would be like yo my I'm I'm a solid 4.5 bro like what the hell are you doing like <laughs> yeah. or some shit like exactly. that or like you you actually call someone out and it's like oh shit they're canceling this guy or like they they you know they're assaulting him on uh, their DMs on Instagram now or oh, something yeah. like that and it's so there's a lot of like yeah there's a lot of ways that it could go wrong but it seems like it would be pretty helpful to me I don't know
0: no, I think that, and I bring it up because we're trying to develop that, right? And we're hoping to get something going here soon like that. And I like, don't get me wrong, people follow and they'll follow people they like and take their recommendations, right? And go, oh, you know, Freddie is this kind of guy. Walter is this kind of guy. So I'm going to listen to Walter on this stuff and Freddie on this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so it comes down to that. But I think that comic books, movie re- movie reviewers, music reviewers, all this stuff, at the end of the day, you gotta you like what you like, and if you follow the people that have the same mindset, you're never really gonna go wrong. So I don't think yeah. there's a wrong way to do this. I just wanted to pick your brain, you know, as a creator too. Like, hey man, like if someone, so let me give you an example. If if someone, if I if I read your newest book and I was like, Josh, hey man, you're a two out of five. Your is not very good. Your characters aren't really developed, and yeah. the art needs some work.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: But Walter goes, hey, you know what? I don't mind the artwork. I think the characters are dope. Uh, I like where the story is going and I'm interested. That's a four out of five for me. And I go, cool. So between the two of us, we're sitting at a three and change, right? Yeah. So like you as the artist, are you going to look at that as like, fuck you guys? Or like, are you going to be like, okay, cool. I can I can take that. Or is that just an individual thing?
1: I don't know. Like for me, I went in with, <laughs> I have, <laughs> you know, I have a blog. Post on my website that says why i started a comic book and why it sucks so like i know <laughs> like, like i know where i'm at like i know that it's not it's not you know top of the line so for me personally i would understand uh the kind of lower rating but you know it's interesting because rotten tomatoes kind of does this for movies right yeah and they kind of had a bad rap but I I also I also look at it. I I go and look, see like, yo, this movie was trash. Did they rank it good? Because I'm kind of upset that I watched this. Or like, yo, should I watch it? Because, uh because you know I want to see what like. But the audience, there's there's the audience score, and then there's the critic score. So you could do both. Like they maybe they could vote. And I think that's a good balance too. Like the two of you do your thing and figure out how to get uh, audience involvement. And either way, it's getting more eyeballs on it.
0: True. I think it's interesting. I think it's cool. I mean, I love reading stuff and I love really sharing it. That's the whole thing with this whole thing, right? Like we love geeking out and sharing with other people, like-minded people, or trying to turn people onto it. That's, That's the fun part. So I'm hoping that we can get to that and that people don't take offense and that we can also invite people on. Like if I give you a bad score and you're like, oh, hell no, I'm a solid five, man. And like, okay, cool. Come on the show. And talk about it. Maybe you can make me change my mind. Like, I would love to have that conversation because most of the time, critics will trash your shit and never give you the chance to defend yourself or to talk about it. You know. So I yeah. will hope that we can get there. And you know, if the primos listening out there on the creative world, man, want to chime in, hit me up at my primos podcast because I do want to start developing this. I want to grow this. I think it's a cool idea. Uh, I've checked in with a couple of of, of the friends and the, and the primos and. They've kind of given me that same vibe, like, "Hey, man, you know what? If it's done right, if it's done with the with, with good intentions, not just trashing stuff, it can have legs." So I'm hoping that we can get there. So I just wanted to get your take on it.
1: Hell yeah, yeah, no, I think it'd be great. I would read it. Um, I could probably help you build the website. I don't, I don't know if you need help doing that.
0: Cool, man. Hey, any help, any help can do it. You know, we can do it. Like Walter has some mock-ups some stuff that he's working on. So we're all, we're all, we're doing stuff. You know, I know we've yeah, yeah, moved not as heavy as we used to be on the comic stuff and the and the and the kind of like the fandom, but you know, don't forget we're still there. It's just kind of uh, things things change, and we want to kind of try to be more. I don't be. I don't want to just be oh, those guys talk about comic books. No, I want you to come talk to me about not just comics, but pop culture and everything and kind of our opinions. Because why is it, like you said, white-owned websites, the majority of guys are on there, are not even people of color, and they're calling all the shots. Like, yeah, oh, they're the authority? Why? You know, that's not my voice. I don't recognize that guy can't even say the country that the story takes place in. You know, like he can't say Hernandez. He says Hernandez. You know, so yeah. like there has to be something for us too you know the same way that everybody has their niche this could be something we can do so i want to grow it so primos hit me up if you're interested in kind of building something and maybe being part of a committee we can make something happen here i think there's a there's a place for it and you
1: have those skills dude like you you're interested in comics you're 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 woke you're in you you know about latin culture culture you know because there's you know there's latin hispanic people and latinos that aren't super woke and they'll just anyway uh so and then you're good at writing like that's that's important too so if you you know yeah dude you have the skills and you can do it so this is my advice even if people don't hit you up and say you should do it you should do it
0: <laughs> that's the thing right just <laughs> do it. don't
1: be afraid don't get
0: brainwashed talked yeah, about bro. that no, Josh. Well, listen, man. I come to an end here, and uh, thanks for just hanging with me. Chikuma, again couldn't make it, but um, you know you're always welcome, dude. I know we're gonna be working together and doing stuff as well. But um, just uh, go ahead and give out your uh, your ad. Make sure everybody can find you.
1: Oh yeah, you could find me on Instagram, TimeMachine.CRTV. Um, my website is. Uh, you can use the shorter version. That's T M C R T V. That's T M like time machine and C R T V like creative, and that'll take you to the links uh, all over my site. Whether that's my blog, my comic, a uh, bunch of links to all my different socials, TikTok and t- Twitter, and etc.
0: Cool, man. Well, yeah, listening, man, I appreciate course. you having me, man. Always, always welcome. Thanks for making the time, dude. And we'll be in touch. Primos, of course, check out Josh and his work. Check us out at My Primos Podcast. We'll hear from you on socials. And, of course, we'll see you next time. Adios.